You are listening to episode 27 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. Welcome back. So glad you're here. I hope you're having a most wonderful summer. I just got back from the most amazing vacation with all my extended family. And while we miss my sister Gretchen terribly, we relived wonderful memories with her and we created some new fun memories. So I hope that you too are creating some wonderful memories this summer. Today, we are going to talk about self-judgment, which I view as the opposite side of the coin as self-compassion. And I discussed that briefly in episode 20. In doing a little bit more reading in my Fierce Self-Compassion book by Dr. Christine Neff, it became very clear to me that self-judgment is very common among women. And it is the exact opposite of self-compassion. And so I started to get curious, why is this? And this is what I've learned. Number one, self-judgment comes from an automatic response from our nervous system. It starts simply, we make a mistake and somehow our brain recognizes this as a threat. Unfortunately, it's not a threat such as a bear chasing after us, but it's an internal threat. And this triggers our nervous system, right? Our sympathetic nervous system. And cortisol is released and adrenaline is released. And we're acting as though we're in great danger, even just to the thought, I'm not good enough because I made a mistake. The problem with this is that it's directed inward, right? If our self-concept is threatened, it becomes an internal fight. And so we fight ourselves with criticism, hoping to rid ourselves of this weakness so it doesn't happen again. The unfortunate thing about this is then it becomes a habit. But this is where I see so many of us take it to the next level and continue to have judgment, right? We can understand where this comes from. We make a mistake, we feel threatened, we criticize ourselves, hoping that it's going to change. Unfortunately, it continues on and on. When I start doing thought work with my clients, and I noticed it even in myself, I would get really angry when I'd noticed that I was having these thoughts that were making me feel bad. This is getting a little bit meta, and I don't normally take it this deep, but when I talk about the thought model that a circumstance happens in life and we have a thought about it, and that creates the feeling of, you know, for example, self-criticism or inadequacy, the Meta-analysis comes in when we start to have thoughts about our thoughts, right? Like, that's so horrible that I'm having these horrible thoughts. I should know better. Why can't I just change them? So often I hear from folks, hey, okay, great. If it's just a matter of changing my thoughts, why can't I feel better? This is what I've learned. We need to tap in to the parasympathetic nervous system to calm ourselves, to give ourselves self-compassion to get out of that loop in the first place. So while women are very self-critical and self-judgmental, the cure 
is self-compassion. And I did talk a little bit about this in episode 20, so you can go back. But the things that I further learned from this book, Fear Self-Compassion, is that when we recognize and get that uncomfortable feeling in our body that we're being self-critical, we can take a moment and apply the self-compassion tools that Dr. Neff teaches in order to get out of that cycle. The three components of self-compassion are kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness. And what this means is that we need to learn to be kind to ourselves, right? We're very good at being kind to others. We just need to learn to turn it inward. Common humanity means to know that we're not alone in our suffering. We're not alone in being self-critical. And this is what our past self did to make it through some tough times, right? We can recognize that. And mindfulness is to be aware that this is indeed uncomfortable, but it's going to be okay. Okay, so we don't need to continue to judge ourselves. number one, for having these reactions. And number two, when we start to have that self-criticism, we can recognize it as what it is, is a lesson. It's a signal. Hey, something's not right here. I'm thinking it's a threat. And by using the self-compassion tools, we can turn it inward and start to affect real change. An additional tool that I believe I also previously mentioned is that we can turn on the parasympathetic nervous system by adding touch, right? Instead of having that sympathetic nervous system, that fright and flight and adrenaline going, we can help calm that down through touch and then nice self-talk with the self-compassion. Now, why is this important? We know that self-criticism leads to increased stress, increased anxiety, and increased depression, There is an epidemic of anxiety and depression amongst physicians, particularly amongst women physicians. And so I really want you to become aware of how you're speaking to yourself. Is a majority of the time self-judgmental, self-critical? If so, it's not a problem. You don't need to beat yourself up about being self-judgmental. But it's an aha. Hey, this is something that's going on. It's making my life more difficult, and what can I do about it? So this week, the work is awareness, right? How often am I talking to myself self-critically? Now, many of us thought, hey, this is what moved me forward, right? It's embarrassing to make a mistake, so I'm going to be self-critical, study a little bit more, so then I don't make that same mistake again. That may have been beneficial for us while we were studying, certainly helped with perhaps learning new things. But it doesn't have to be that way. Just because those skills got us here doesn't mean it's going to lead us forward. And in fact, I would argue that it's quite dangerous to continue to go through life with such self-criticism. Because again, we know what happens when we're going through life with all that cortisol and adrenaline streaming through our body. It's not good for our brain. It's not good for our body. It's not good for anyone, right? Unless it's like a very, very critical moment and then our body knows what to do, right? The sympathetic nervous system kicks in and we get the heck out of there. But when it happens day to day from very minor threats, or at least we can recognize intellectually that they're minor, but when our body recognizes this as a very perceived threat, going through life like that, is not ideal. So I want you to recognize this week, 
Where is it that you're being self-critical, self-judgmental? Is it certain situations that bring this on? What in fact are you thinking? And again, to have compassion for yourself, that your past self, your younger self was trying to just make it through and she was doing the best that she could, right? But moving forward, we can find a better way. And again, the antidote, if you will, to self-judgment is self-compassion. We women score so high on compassionate scales for others, it's just time that we learn to turn it inward, to start to speak to ourselves like we would a friend who's having a hard time. For example, if a friend comes to you and says, hey, you know, I forgot to call my mom. It was her birthday. I totally screwed up. I'm sure you could say, oh, I'm so sorry. That really stinks. But you're not a horrible person. Why don't you just give her a call? Now think about how you would act to your own self if this same mistake happened, right? So we need to learn to turn that compassion that we offer outwards inward to combat that self-judgment and self-criticism that so many of us have. We can say, oh, we made a mistake. I know this is hard. It's very uncomfortable. And then we can even ask ourselves, what do I need right now? That's such a good question. And when you learn these tools, you can learn that self-judgment is not something to be afraid of, but by giving it self-compassion in return, we can start to have that self-judgment come less often because we realize that we don't need it to survive any further. By learning to be a good friend to ourselves, we will be able to handle the ups and downs of life so much more smoothly. Okay, that's all I've got for you this week. Have some awareness of how you're speaking to yourself. And when you notice that self-critical voice coming up, have compassion for why it's there and start to speak to yourself like you would a dear friend. Until next week, peace and love to you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.